All right, welcome to Pass the Mic for Friday, October 21st. 21st. This is episode 46. Joining me via Zoom, we got my co-host, Mike Gervasi, and now we also have a first, our first Zoom guest, Carlson alum, director, talented, multimedia talented, Mr. Uh, Jaden Payne. So welcome to both of you. Thank you very much. Thank you. It's 202 Trey, so let me just play. I'm Snoop Dogg. I'm on the mic with Dr. Dre. That's a shout out to my man, Twan. I got I to gotta give this, this little plug here. Dre and Snoop are doing an album together right now. Excellent. I think it's Snoop Dogg's birthday today, too. Is it really? If you look it up, because I, I, when I looked up my birthdays today, <laughs> we're recording another first. This is the latest we've ever recorded past the mic. This is another first for us <laughs> at 9.30, 9.45 Eastern Standard. And I look up birthdays when I do the end of the day announcements and Snoop Dogg was on there. I be, I'm almost positive. October 20th, there it October is. October 20th, look at that. You didn't even know October. And, but also Tom Petty, rest in peace, because we always well, have to bring up so Why couldn't people. you play Snoop on the announcements? It's a little easier to play some Tom Petty. And then I accidentally played the wrong Tom Petty song, but... I, which one did which one did you play Let's i already i already Let's forgot roll. if i pulled up my phone i already forgot i don't even remember it was yeah, one of the kidding. slower ones i um so before we get into talking with our guest and bringing him on board feedback from last week do you got anything uh mr gervasi i do i do so um got a few uh shout outs on the uh pimp juice now he's pimp juice and um actually I, I don't know if this is i there was a reply all from, uh, shall we say, a member of your family, um, one who is actually in the educational field, joking to an apparent group about how she has all these singles because of her side hustle. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'll let, let you run with that. That's, I don't know anything about that. I'm not the union representative for that district. I did get some feedback. Mr. Pack sent me a text photo this morning getting blasted in the face by low-hanging trees on his 5 a.m. walk. So <laughs> complaining about that. Um, multi, again, this is, a, we're beating a dead horse. So many people blasting Kroger and how awful it is. My wife has now joined that group and, and says how awful. And then Miss Fowler, Crystal Fowler wanted to remember, we, she wanted to say that Tuscaloosa is not overrated and that it's actually a great college town. So, okay. Okay. however, who um, won the big t Tennessee Alabama game? Oh my God. What a, what a scene, man. Holy yep, cow. Knoxville. Great game. Yep. So that's uh, that's what we got there. So enough of like feed. Let's get to the current times, and what we want to uh, again go back to our guest here, uh, Jaden, former student council member of mine, um, great, uh, very talented family. His sister is a current marauder, has an older yes. brother, right? Your older brother was also a student council member. Yes, yes, uh, I believe so. Yep, yep. And uh, Sophia, uh, Sophia was uh, the princess to my son, freshman yes, prince last year. Yep. Yes, she, which is crazy for me to see. I. I still think she's eight years old in my head so yes. her growing up is wild well ironically nate acts like he's eight years old so um, <laughs> that's uh... <laughs> um hey i gotta say too uh, Jaden is the second person i coached in eighth grade basketball we've had yes here. and it was on the yeah. same team as hottie actually yes same team same team yeah, yeah. Well, what did hottie get in trouble for the uh he did the, the, the threes uh, yeah that thing yeah. mr Payne so, never know, had that problem uh, or anything. <laughs> don't believe so but i i still tell I, i've told my wife the story of that one time i believe we like lost a big lead and you came in and you kicked a trash can um in the locker room and you had to apologize for it afterwards but i always wish that you hadn't because i thought you know 
<laughs> thought it was, I, I thought it was just showing, you know, passion, a lot of energy. Uh, middle school me thought that was really cool. So yeah, well, you guys looked like you had seen a ghost when I did. It. <laughs> little Bobby, little Bobby Knight. Going I was, on uh, it was, it was probably the second game or first game. It might have been the first game that we we played. That it was my first game as a middle school coach. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we I remember that game quite well. And actually, Mike was against Windat. So oh, uh, I, yeah, I've come I full remember. circle. I'm friendly with Windat now. So yeah. That's true. <laughs> Um, so we'll, before we get into talking about uh, why we're having you here, we're going to do our standard uh, interview start-off questions. So my question is, it's your birthday, um, mm-hmm. and you have the choice of A, you're either eating in or going out. So if you're going out, we want to know what restaurant we're going to. If we're eating in, that's fine. We want to know who's cooking. And what is your go-to birthday meal? You can get anything you want, anywhere you want. So what are we doing? Um you know, I I feel like I would I'd probably eat in. Uh, my wife is a is a great cook. She cooks all the time. She's got like a million cookbooks in the kitchen. Um, honestly, uh, just a just a classic like stir fry chicken bowl with with some veggies. Oh. That's like my go to. I eat that. I kind of I eat like a cheap version of it for lunch. And then you know uh, you know like maybe like one day a week my wife will actually make it well for dinner because I just yeah. throw it in the air fryer. But uh, yeah. but that's Healthy. like I, I, I yeah I'm a I'm a man of of routines so just okay. sticking sticking with my guns there. So. I'm really surprised how often we get the, the Edens on this question. I know almost I know. almost every one is a Eden, which is fine. I mean that's it's just interesting. Okay, I, Mike, question to you now. You're yeah. So Jaden, you're you're eating this meal. Who's it going to be with? Alive, anybody alive or dead? Alive or dead? One um, person. You know, every time that I'm asked like the question of like who I could talk to alive or dead, I always think back to um, like founding fathers. I'm a huge fan of I always very much enjoyed uh, learning, um, you know, like American Revolution history. So um, any of the founding fathers really, uh, you know, big Hamilton fan. I've, I've seen the play. I have seen the play at the at the Fisher. Uh, big Hamilton fan. Uh, so yeah, I feel like I'd want to ask him. I'd want to present to him his play to see what he'd, he'd think about it. Um, but oh. I, I feel like that would be an interesting conversation. So. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Right. Interesting, interesting, uh, very good. All right, so reason we have you here, well, we'll get to that at the end. I think I want to talk about your, we'll wrap up with your uh, film. I want to mm-hmm. start with um, what are some of the creative, obviously your filmmaker, screenwriter as well. You wrote, did you write, uh, do you write yes. the script? Okay. Yes. So yeah, what, when, did you, yeah. when did you start uh, venturing into this sort of uh, um, creativity did it start in high school if not yeah. uh, when and if it did like what pushed you to it and what are your sort of favorite outlets that you like to use yeah um I think you know I you kind of answer that question a lot as an artist when it all started um and I you know I think the earliest I can date it back to is I had a very wonderful um third grade teacher named Mr. Hoffman at uh, Hunter Elementary um and he kind of uh, always allocated i think it was on wednesdays we had like two hours of just writing where you know we were in third grade i'm not even sure if i knew how to spell 50 percent of the words that i was writing correctly but i i wrote like comic books back then and my mom still has them like under her bed somewhere and that was like the first time i really remember connecting with like storytelling and creating um but then you know i i got really into to baseball and sports and i feel like that's kind of like this thing where you can't be an artist and and an athlete. Um, that's like t- it's just like two things that don't really mesh. In fact, when I got to college and I was an art major and I was also playing baseball at college, when I told people that, they they always kind of looked at me a little strange. Like those two things, like I was supposed to be like a sports management major or something. Um, but uh, but yeah, so I kind of you know lost it in middle school a bit, but I did get back to it in high school. Um, it started with graphic design. That's what I do. That's my day job. And that was um, that was one of my majors in school was graphic design. 
Um, and I, I got really into like sports graphic design in high school. And that was what made me kind of want to venture into it. But I think by about my junior year was when um, I started kind of trying to write a lot more. Um, and then throughout college, I took, you know, uh, like fiction classes and creative writing classes that got me into writing as well. So hmm. very cool. Um, not to make you feel old, but Mr. Hoffman was a teacher when I was in sixth grade at, at Hunter Elementary okay. back in the day. I had Mr. Graziano, but we'd switch for a subject and I had Mr. Hoffman for something. I've, yeah. I was much earlier in his career. I'm sure you were at the tail end <laughs> yeah, of his career. I think I think so. Yeah, I think he yeah. retired shortly after. I don't remember correctly. <laughs> well, why would that make him feel old? Shouldn't that make you feel old? I mean, that's... No, that we had the same teacher. That that a little bit uh, of both. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah I guess both. it's both. I mean, I interesting. Hey, how about that? Two hours a day just to free write? Wouldn't that be nice? Oh man, yeah. That sounds cool. That I don't sounds... know how that. I don't know how that plays out for the SAT. Uh, you yeah. Know, uh, <laughs> um, but no, that's that's really interesting. What about like um, like uh, getting so you know you talked. By the way, also comic books in the library world we call those graphic novels nowadays um, oh okay just to, yeah, but, uh, I'll, I'll make sure uh, i change that <laughs> uh what so what then grew that from into film and what made you because you know that's a whole another big yeah. step so what you know in a whole other big price tag of like technology and so For what sure. stepped yeah. you into that um, so it was, I think uh, I really just always wanted to be a storyteller. Um, I think that was kind of something that I realized in high school was that I really loved telling stories. I loved seeing movies. Uh, I've always loved going to the movie theaters. Um, but that's not really something that you can, you know, when I, I was taking, you know, I was in like AP calculus and AP English, you know, I, I was, I was like a very like structured high school student that I, I you know, I, I was studying all the time. And that wasn't really something that I was going to tell my parents that I, you know, I wanted to go to film school or something. So I was a little bit like timid to do that. So I chose, you know, I, graphic design is like this art medium that is known for its career and on like the business side, and you can kind of get like a stable job and it's less risky. So that was kind of like how I ventured into graphic design. Um, but then once I got to college, um, you know, you kind of, I, I kind of started to like grow into, you know, the actual artist that I wanted to be. And I'd, I had a lot of very great professors that, you know, were, um, I started in photo, I started doing a lot of photography work. Um, now your brother a, does that, right? Is that? Yes. Yeah. My brother is a very talented videographer. He, um, he works for, um, I actually work right across the street from him. I currently work as a graphic designer for Little Caesars. Um, and then right across the street, he works for the Illich News Hub is what it's called. So he does a lot of the Red Wings videography right now. Awesome. So, so th that was a big reason why I also got into film as well, because my brother and I could collaborate kind of in that way. Um, but yeah, it was really just a combination of learning a lot of the elements of design in college and then learning photography. And then, you know, I would always had that love for storytelling in my back pocket. And really film is just kind of a combination of the three, um, you know, just, just taking everything that you've learned in art school. And I had been working with a, a camera and a lens. And so just kind of turning it from a picture to a motion picture was kind of the next step to connect storytelling back into it all. Now are your parents cool with it now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're cool with it. Um, I mean, I think I think that was probably just high school me being a little bit too worried. I think, you know, my parents are very supportive and they always have been. Um, I think they would have been would have been cool with it back then too. But you know, it, it is it's it's a risk, you know, to go to film school or, you know, to even to go to art school without you know, one of those like corporate jobs in mind is always is always a risk. So, um, so I, w I wasn't a big risk taker in, in high school. So I <laughs> chose graphic design. <laughs> um, I just I listen, I've always this is I mean, you mentioned the arts and the the, the sports, you know, more hierarchical, you have to kind of follow it, uh, the team and whereas art, you're kind of mm -hmm. more individualized. I'm just curious, because I don't know anything, what type of equipment 
are you using in this type of because yeah. I have no clue. So so I've um, this is this is my third short film now. And um, my brother has very fortunately made a lot of connections um, in the production company world to where we're, we're kind of uh, the first two films we borrowed, you know, these are like five, six, seven thousand dollar cameras from his, you know, from his bosses and things like that. And then this time we started out with that, but um, my brother got really swamped with work and we couldn't borrow the camera anymore. And so that was kind of like a decision that I had to make. Um, we had probably shot about 10% of this, this film and um, kind of realized that we weren't going to be able to use the camera anymore. And I didn't really have, um, I mean, I, I probably spent, if I had to guess, I probably spent like $900 total making this film, which is like like film festivals wouldn't even consider that a budget they would they would consider that zero basically basically sure. yeah. um so um i kind of you know had a decision that you know i rented a camera for one weekend uh we had it for 48 hours and i think my sister and i and my wife she helped um we shot for probably you know 24 of those 48 hours and then slept for the rest and then woke up and <laughs> did it again and um, so it was, it was a long weekend that weekend, but it's expensive equipment, um, very expensive. And, you know, most like onset films would also have a lot more lighting than what we used. But when you're, when you're doing it independently, you, you know, you kind of cut the budget somewhere and you have to make some choices along those lines. So, hmm. so did your brother, is your, you mentioned your brother earlier when talking about this, is he, has he, is he helping with this film at all? Or was that just with the equipment earlier? Is he, have any role? Um, will, he be, will he be in the credits? I guess I should ask. Yes, yes, he's definitely in the credits. Um, we shot. It was a day, probably in like the middle of July, uh, where we actually shot. We actually shot the very ending of the film first. Well, that was the first thing that we did, and he was the cinematographer for that, um, which is amazing because he is much better with a camera than me, and he's very good at what he does. Um, probably better than but, Wally too, if you've watched our <laughs> European videos. <laughs> probably, yeah. <laughs> Um, Damn, that's and, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he, he kind of had to back out just because, you know, at the same, you know, at the same time, we both have full-time jobs and, and he also has two children. Um, so he's, uh, you know, a pretty busy guy these days. Um, so I kind of had to quickly teach myself, um, how to, how to work this camera that we rented. And, um, I think, you know, ba based from what I can see, I think that, you'd probably be able to tell what my brother shot versus what I shot. But, you know, that's part of the fun is, you know, when, you, when you're when you're doing these things, you're also learning at the same time, so. All right, so let's get to why we're here. So the film is called Eight Count. It comes out mm -hmm. a week from today, right? The 27th, yes. a week from third. Well, mm -hmm. a week from Thursday, we're recording on the 20th. It's right. out. Our show will come out on the 21st. It comes out October 27th. It's gonna be on your YouTube channel. Um, why don't yes. you just give us like a little synopsis of what the, the film's about. You can plug the channel, plug the, the I guess is your chance to, to plug yeah. it to the past the mic listeners. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. I uh, love talking about myself. So <laughs> um, that's why so, we do it every uh, week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's kind of the job of, of an artist and, and having a podcast is, you know, uh, but um, so, so yeah, it's, it's called a count. Uh, it's about uh, a young 15, 16 year old dancer um, who struggles uh, with an eating disorder. Um, it is it is pretty uh, lighthearted in tonality when it comes to that subject. Um, I, I've, I've worked in pretty heavy-hearted tonalities before, and I wanted to to try to be more lighthearted. Um, but again, this it's it's not really a lighthearted subject, so it can get um, you know pretty pretty deeper at times. But yeah, uh, her name is Alyssa Montgomery. The character is uh, played by my sister, who's a very talented dancer already. So that was kind of you know one of the one of the check marks booked off. 
Um, and uh, it's all narrator based. Uh, so there's a narrator throughout the whole thing that kind of follows along the very uh, meticulous style of uh, a young girl with an eating disorder might have and you know how she's also trying to keep the secret because she knows what she's doing is wrong. Um, so she's trying to keep the secret from her family and friends at the same time and kind of how that secret begins to unravel and how she begins to deal with it towards towards the end of the film. So. And I sort of asked you this before we went on the air in a little, a little discussion we had. It's you're you're pretty much ready to roll like a week out, right? Mm -hmm. Like it, you're, you feel your, your your products there and done, right? Yeah, yeah. So basically, um, I, I would say about a month ago, I had a pretty set uh, timeline. Uh, it's settling in about 24 minutes, which is uh, about three times as long as the other two films that I made. So it was it was a a much bigger project for me this time around. And and basically, what I do is. Um, I get those 24 minutes put on like a private link on YouTube and I just kind of, I send it to like a select few people and I watch it myself and I take notes and for really like the last month, you're just kind of fine tuning the details. And, and like, like I had said before, I'll probably be fine tuning those details for the next couple of days until the day of, and, and then I'll make sure that it's, it's cleaned up and ready to go. And now I have to ask, I, I got to know your sister a little bit last year in class. Mm -hmm. Wonderful, wonderful student. Is she, is this the first time she's done something like this and how is she liking it? Yeah. You know, um, I think if you, if you know her a little bit, I'm sure, um, you know, she, she's, she's big on attention. <laughs> so she, she, she likes, <laughs> she, she likes a camera in her face for sure. Um, but you know, I, it is her first time. It's definitely not her first time dancing. She's a very talented dancer and she, right. she probably wouldn't tell you that, but she's, she's very talented. She's won, you know, awards at, at national conventions and things like that. So she's, she's re really good at what she does. Um, but you know, ever since my brother and I have been working in this medium and, um, she's been, she's always kind of been asking, oh, you know, can I be in this one? Can, you know, can I help you guys? And, you know, ever since she was, you know, like an 11, 11 year old, 12 year old. And I was always kind of telling her like, you know, one, one day we'll do something one day. Um, but when I had this idea for the script, I was like, oh, you know, maybe it, maybe it's finally time to ask Soph to, to help out here. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, she, I think she had a lot of fun. Um, definitely apologize to her for the long days that I put her through. Like I said, we, you know, we shot for, it felt like 48 hours straight, but um, you know, she had a smile on her face the whole time. And that's kind of how she always is. So she, um, I think she enjoyed a lot. And I, I think she did a great job. And I think she'll hopefully get some compliments um, by her peers when, when it comes out. So can I also, okay, so now you just mentioned shooting for 48 hours straight. You said, you, <laughs> now you said it's about a 24 minute movie, right? Yes. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I'm sure there's not a rule of thumb, but how long, so a 24 minute movie, how long in, in totality did it take you to, to yeah. put this thing together? Um, yeah, I mean, I think I could probably date that back to, I think I, I was in my car. Um, it was, it was December of 2020. So still kind of like the pandemic. Uh, I was finishing up my senior, senior year of, of college and I was in the car really late at night. And, um, this, the idea for, um, what, you know, will be the, the climax of the film kind of came to my head as I was driving around. Um, and I wrote it in my notes app on that day, um, which is kind of cool because now I can always like look back and say it was that day when the idea first started um and then ever since yeah just kind of um i i wrote it as a short story at first so just kind of like freehanded it into a story and then uh, converted it to a screenplay format um and then we started shooting um i finished the screenplay around april of, of this year and then we started shooting in july um and we did one weekend in july and then one weekend in august so it took us about four or five days total to shoot um and i think we by the end of it, I think we had like three or four hours worth of footage that gets condensed down to, you know, like I said, about about 24-ish minutes. So, 
Okay. Just goes to show you the amount of work and time that goes into it. Right. And, and flopping back to talking, your sister, I was speaking to her at my desk the other day when we were talking mm-hmm. about having this podcast. I can just say that she thinks the world of you um, and this and this movie. She's very, she's as, as excited, I think, as you are, as we can see you here today and, and was going on and on about the great relationship she has. And I'm not surprised by this, knowing you from working with you and your brothers. And I can see you know, where we're friends on social media. And I yeah. see your, and I'm friends with your older brother. It's a great family dynamic. And it's something that, um, you know, people, you, again, you're blessed. You're blessed with a, a great yeah. siblings and great family. And that's uh, probably what makes this work as well. Also, you know, some, yeah. some families uh, <laughs> spending 48 hours with some families, that might be a horror yeah. movie, you know? <laughs> no, for sure. Um, yeah, no, it's a great time. And uh, I had professors in school when whenever, you know, I would, I would, you know, have my brother's name on a project or something, they'd always tell me, oh, it's, it's always the brothers that are able to work together. And, you know, it, yeah. you're so lucky to have a brother that does something similar to what you do. And, and I can definitely attest to that. And then, yeah, my, my sisters, you know, I think she has to be like the happiest person I've ever met in my life. She's oh, yeah. just always smiling. And so, yeah, no, I, um, that, yeah, she's, I know that she uh, was very excited to doing this for the, you know, two years that I was talking about it. And then, um, like I said, I, I think she did a, a pretty good job at it. So, well, hopefully we can have you guys come in for alumni picnic with the principal since we're, we're back to yeah. open guests. So yeah, um, again, awesome. do you want, again, do you just want to plug like your YouTube channel right now where people will be able to go see this? So I don't, me- yeah. I don't want to mess anything up. Yeah, no. Um, so you should just be able to find it, uh, under Jaden Payne, just my name, uh, J A D E N P A Y N E. Um, usually if you just look up my name, um, a couple of my other films will pop up and you can find my page through there. Um, and then I'll also, uh, my, my handle on most socials is, uh, at Jaden Payne art. So just art at the end. And I'll be, I'll be posting about it quite a bit throughout the, yep. throughout and we'll the post the link on the pass the mic Facebook page and whatnot once, yeah. uh, Thank you. once we put this episode out. So, so that's going to bring us to overrated underrated this week. And we hope you take part in this. So we figured what better yeah. way this we'll, we'll keep it movie related. And we last fall, remember Mike, we did overrated underrated horror movies. So we're not doing that, uh, but we <laughs> are going to do overrated underrated going to the theater going to the movie theater to see a movie right right so okay. i'll we'll start with mike Gervasi and i can go to you like we'll do the notes so and again disclaimer overrated doesn't mean bad right like we've told that was what we told crystal Fowler with tuscaloosa <laughs> it was bad so overrated going to the movie theater what do you got for me mike Gervasi? yeah mine's easy man this one did not take me any time whatsoever i and i'm a popcorn fan but movie theater popcorn if you go and get butter, if you put any of the toppings on it that they offer, it is absolutely, I, I don't think I've ever been to a theater where it was clean over there. So I, it's <laughs> oh, just- so it's not the taste, it's the the, the, the setup. Yeah. Presentation, yeah. I mean, people are- It is gross. Slobs, it is gross. Man, it's not their thing. The people are slobs. So to me, it's it's gross. Um, and it's, again, I'm a popcorn fan. But I, uh, the, the idea of you, you got to get popcorn, you go to the movies, to me, getting it in the movie theater is just disgusting. So that's my overrated. All right. All right. Jaden, it's all yours. Yeah, um, I think, uh, you know, I did have a have an answer prepared for this. I think I settled on um, the the audience. I think that a lot of people go to the movies to be around other people. And uh, I, I love going to the movies, but I strictly go for the big screen and the surround sound and the dark lights, but I, I don't really care if anybody, I know like some people are disappointed when they go in their theater and there's only like one or two other people, but I would I would rather like rent out the whole theater. Oh, if I, I would love that, that would make, <laughs> my, think, uh, make my day. It's not disappointing at all. I specifically <laughs> so, like, I don't go off and I usually wait for, I don't, like I don't wanna go opening weekend, I'll wait a mm-hmm. few weeks and then that way, 
it's old news by then. And then there's like three other people in there and some odd time too. Not like Friday yeah. at a 7 p.m., but like a, a like a Wednesday at 2.30 in the afternoon. Yeah, no, I think, you know, the audience reactions have kind of been popularized by the Marvel movies coming out. And I, I yeah. get the, you know, I get the novelty in that, but I, I think that, you know, I, I'm usually pretty relieved when I, I walk in the theater and there's, you know, very few people in there, so. Excellent. My overrated, and this is going to sort of branch off of yours, Mike, and this is going to surprise a lot of our followers, <laughs> is just the concessions in general. Food at the movie theater, mm -hmm. all overrated. You you hit it on the nose with popcorn. It is good. I, in movie theater popcorn is good, but the way that it's done now, it's so disgusting. I mean, I saw somebody stick a straw into the butter so they can like uh, funnel more butter into the popcorn. Uh, why anyone would want to sit and like eat a slice of pizza or an order of nachos or even pretzel. Like, I don't want, a, I don't need a big meal at the movie theater. It's gross. Again, I, and I'm a guy that loves my food. I'll have a great meal anywhere. <laughs> One place I do not want to eat and I don't need to eat movie theater overrated all aspects of it. Maybe just like a box of candy or something, uh, but I don't even need that. So, and again, and then also along those same lines, these places, oh, you can get drinks when you go to the movie theater, right? Go get, I did that one time and then like I, I had to go use the band like I'm missing the best part of the movie because I drank this jumbo 32 ounce Miller Lite, you know, so mm -hmm. family friendly Miller Lite. Uh, so overrated are definitely concessions. So that's I respect. And that. again, that might shock people because normally like I love, you know, I love eating everywhere I go. So. All right, what do we got for underrated, Mike? Yeah, so I, you know, I, I, this one I was kind of torn. I was gonna say the previews, but it really that that's not underrated at all because I think a lot of people like the previews. So for me now, as you get as these theaters are keeping up with the times, they're trying to make it more comfortable for the consumer. To me, the chairs now are just awesome. It is like I, you could almost fall asleep, which I guess defeats the purpose of going to the movies. But they are so comfortable. Uh, I, that it, it, I, I went this summer and I just couldn't help with it, man, this is great. And I, you know, you just kick, you go lay all the way back, hit the um, little button. Yeah. Hit the button. Go, mm -hmm. It's awesome. So I, that to me is underrated. I think it's the best part of the movie theater. Now. All right. Jaden. Yeah, I think this one might tow the line of underrated, but, um, I'm going to have to throw out, uh, the IMAX theater. Um, I, I think too many. I think a lot of people like don't think it's necessary. I think a lot of people, maybe some people have never been to an IMAX theater, but um, a lot of filmmakers these days are actually using IMAX specific cameras so that the quality of the picture is better when you go to IMAX theaters and they have the whole immersive experience. To me, that's like when I go to the movies, I want to like basically be transported somewhere else for like two hours. And then when I leave the theater, I like forget what time of day it is. That's like the perfect mm. movie going experience for me. So uh, I think IMAX, um, again, you know, I'm sure some people really appreciate IMAX, but I think the majority of people either have never been or, you know, don't don't go enough. So that that's my underrated. Well said, well said. I agree. Very good. Um, I Again, I said it earlier, I'm not a big movie theater guy. I mean, once a year, <laughs> twice a year, I used to take Nate, like you said, you mentioned the Marvel movies. Those always mm -hmm. used to hit around Memorial Day and that was when his birthday was. So we would do that. Then COVID hit and I haven't been. So and especially nowadays, things like, you know, bless the Ren Dog's heart. He reviewed Halloween, whatever, what this, what is it called? Final Halloween or whatever it was. I don't even know. Yeah, like the eighth one or something. I yes. Final, final. I don't even know, but it was going to be on Peacock right after the Ren Dog purposely said, do not watch it on Peacock. And I'm like, no, I'm going to sit at home and watch it on my couch. My underrated though, you can never, you can, I don't mind watching on my screen. The, the, you'll never match the audio of the movie theater. You, I mean, when you're watching those, especially those blockbusters, I mean, when you're literally rocking in your seat because it's so loud and you and I don't care how much you spend on a home 
uh, surround sound. Mm -hmm. You can never match what a movie theater has. So to me, that is definitely the most underrated aspect of going to the movie theater, especially if you're seeing movies like I'd imagine like Top Gun was or the Marvel yeah. movies where there's, I mean, where there's big explosions and, you know, action adventure stuff. You can never match that. Um, and some people don't like it because it's too loud. I personally don't mind it. I think that's that's the one aspect that would ever get me to go to the movie theater. So underrated, definitely their sound systems. So we'd always love to hear what Pass the Mic fans, I'm sure we're going to anger some popcorn people that, <laughs> that maybe these people that go buy it and bring it home and whatnot. So that's going to bring us to our hot mic um topic i don't know if you have one Jaden. you're welcome to pop in if you do you don't have to don't feel like you have to but mike gervasi do you have something for us this week yeah so you know what i'm gonna i actually have another haircut experience but i'm gonna hold off on that one until next week and, and just because Jaden's a guest so i don't know if i plugged this historian um before on the show but he's really one of my favorite authors his name is yuval noah harari and he writes He's written a bunch of stuff. I, I think I did plug him. History of the past, history of the present, history of the future. Um, and now he's doing graphic novels. And I, just in honor of Jaden being here, I guess I'm going to plug him for you. I'd love to, you know, if you just look at one of his stuff. They're so interesting and it's coming out. I'm getting mine I'm getting mine from Amazon tomorrow. I can't <clears> wait. It's, his third graphic novel came out uh, yesterday. Gotcha. Um, but his, I, I really recommend this to anybody, even if you're not a history person, and I'm not a graphic novel person, but he does such a good job with these. Um, it, it's written almost, they're almost like, I mean, a comic book type setting, but they're, they're amazing. So I'm going to plug that. Uh, and like I said, Jaden, in honor of you being here, if it's something you'd look at, like, I, I think you'd yeah. be interested in so. No, definitely. I'll have to check his work out for sure. I um, love a good graphic graphic novel. I, I For some reason, uh, you know, I love to write, but I'm a horrible reader. So graphic graphic novels work well for me. I don't, I don't know why, just... No, it flows, man. It, it's a really easy, they're really easy to read. Uh, it, it's really cool the way they're set up. So yeah, I, I strongly recommend them. Cool. Yeah, I'll have to look into it. Do you have anything, Jaden, or do you just want to? <clears throat> you know, I don't have a hot you mic. You can use it one I... last plug of the movie or whatever you want. I, I did, you know, I did have, uh, I know I've heard you guys do this before. I did have a mic of the week or mic of the day. Prepared. Oh, yeah, oh my look God. At yeah, you know, all right. Yeah, I did have that. Um, you know, I don't know. I hope he's never been mentioned before, but he's a Michigan man. Uh, Mike Posner, the the musician oh, singer. Oh yeah. Um, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Mike Posner. Um, you know, he had like a couple of radio hits. Um, I took a pill in Ibiza. I know family friendly podcast, but he, he never he never <laughs> specifies which pill. It could be. Yeah, I mean, it was probably an ibuprofen. Yeah, he could have just been, you know. Um, but he, vitamin he, D he's known. Yeah, exactly. He's known for some radio hits, but I think some of his other stuff that never made the radio is is great. And he's also uh, he also um, walked across America um, on foot a couple years ago. Um, he's just a really cool guy. If you follow him on social media, what, what, do you cool. know where he's from in the Michigan area? Like where he's from Detroit, from Detroit. Oh, Born Detroit. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, Very yeah, he's a Michigan man. Jaden, I got to tell you, you know, with him, I know he had more than there was a few songs that really got radio airplay, but I cannot mm -hmm. disassociate. There was a song at the beginning of Criminal Minds uh, as they lead into the horrible yeah. opening scene that was, that song was being played. And I would never, that's the, that's the only thing I can associate him with now. I, it, yeah, it I know. Because um, it's like a, it's no, a negative I, connotation. But, I think he, yeah. he gets that rep because he was so big on the radio. But like I said, I love, uh, he has an album called At Night Alone, which I, I love. It's, it's like, uh, he's like a, he's almost like a poet with that songwriting and, um, he actually he writes he actually ghost writes where you you know you write the song for more famous people but you never 
say it. Um, I believe he said he's like ghost written for like Justin Bieber and like Jay Z before. So really, so he's a really really oh. talented guy. Interesting. Well, I'm glad you caught us on that. I, I totally tied it because I didn't have a mic picked for this week either. So <laughs> we'll have to get the picture and we'll have to get you. We'll have to send the picture home with your sister so you can sign it and date it. And then perfect. we'll go up in the studio. That's what we'll, yeah, uh, that's what we'll end up doing. <laughs> uh, speaking of walking across the whole country, my hot uh, mic take is my accomplishment of walking the half marathon, the international oh, yeah. half marathon I in saw, Detroit. Yeah, I saw. It, it felt like I walked across the whole country by the time <laughs> I got to the, uh, but I will just say that my first time ever doing it, what an experience, the city, and we've been plugging the city of Detroit for a while. What a beautiful, first of all, thankfully it was 60 and sunny compared to today's mm -hmm. weather. Jeez. I mean, when I started, it was, I started at 7 a.m., 7.20. Um, uh, it was something Ken Secor and I had planned out. Ken had a few uh, uh, injuries that set him back, but he, so he didn't go down with me, but we did it. Um, it was a, an amazing event. I was flying through miles one through about eight, nine. And then when I got to mile 10 in Midtown, uh, my feet were feeling it, but I still finished. And just around the same time, some doofuses drove across the finish line in a rental car. They were leaving the Pontchartrain. Mm -hmm. And they somehow got on the course. Thankfully, I was hoping that if I would have been there, I would have like jumped on the hood or done something dramatic. <laughs> like, uh, but I just was a little too slow. Um, I was also I also even turned down some Miller High Life that would some uh, friendly people in Midtown were handing out to the runners. I was so, so focused on my run that I uh, I know Miss Fournier will be upset that I turned down any free Miller High Life, but uh, <laughs> I did. But I'm uh, it's something that um, was exciting. I, again, I just loved walking across the walking across the ambassador bridge alone is just uh was a cool sight as the sun came up so if anyone ever has a chance to do this uh, it well worth the 80 some odd dollars um that i think if you do the early sign up it's just to take advantage of the great city we have and um, the people the workers were so friendly the the police officers the custom and border patrol um everyone was friendly it's just a great experience so i just want to give a shout out to everyone that did that and completed it yeah, miss crampton evie crampton and her sister, uh, Don Paul Tannis, our coworker that did it, Crystal Fowler and her father, we had a lot of people that did it. So congratulations to all of you, it was a, uh, a blast. And anyone that uh, wants to do it, I suggest doing it. If, if I can do it, Miller Lite chicken wing guy, anybody can do it. Believe now, me. to be fair, you were limping around work a little bit. <laughs> I'm, I'm back to about I'm back to about 90% right now. I'm moving pretty good. I was I, I, I had some bad blisters on one foot. I don't know what, what happened with that foot, but I'm back to being uh, healthy. That's a lot of miles. That is, <laughs> when I saw, and that's only the half marathon. When I saw the people staying to the left that were doing the home marathon, I was like, sweet Lord, I don't even know. How yeah. I would need the ambulance. I also do want to give one last little plug. I got a phone call from Chloe today at U of M and she's like, Hey, I need to know about some podcasts. Which ones do you talk the most about education? And I said, well, we always talk about education. She's like, yeah, but sometimes you do goofy stuff. And I'm like, we, we do that too. But I told her that mainly the ones with our guests prior, you know, Miss Crampton, uh, Wally, those tend to have a little longer education segment just because of the design, because they're doing a little unit in their English class on podcasts, and the professor may be using an episode of Pass the Mic. Oh, man, and you know, we have a, teach, a teacher in our building is using the podcast. Uh, well, the, the, we started Carlson that. High School, and now the, the University of Michigan Ann Arbor <laughs> English Department uh past the mic we may be really hitting it big maybe we'll get to meet jim harbaugh maybe we'll get there mike hart on the show he's back he's back hey how about we talked about this at work i'm a michigan man we may win the national championship my first year as a yeah. fan i might be the, i might By be default. the missing link By default, um, all right man. so that brings us to our, our normal end of the week discussion we're going to talk about 
the Lions and Steelers probably, right? Oh, well, first of all, I'll go ahead and spike the football, spike the basketball for your Pistons. Yeah, big win last night versus the Magic. Um, I'm very, I'm not going to say I'm excited. Magic, the Magic and the Pistons are probably going to be bottom feeders in the East, so, but it was a nice win. Okay, so that, and now the Lions versus Cowboys this week, right? Is that in, isn't that the game? In Detroit yeah, or is that, that in Dallas? I, I believe it's in Dallas. I, I, that's a two-touchdown two loss. Oh, you didn't even debate. No. Uh, no, are you are you are, are you are you a, are you a Lions sufferer, uh, Jaden? Yeah, I think that's a perfect way to describe it. I uh, I was a huge Matt Stafford fan all my life, so you know was happy to see him um, see him win his Super Bowl, and that, that was kind of where I where I rode most of my allegiance was on the quarterback, which um, which was cool because you know he he did commercials for Little Caesars, and I was able to uh, kind of oh, awesome. kind of have my hands in on that. Never got to meet him because he actually required uh, our team to fly out to LA in order to shoot that commercial but oh, um, you know he's okay. he's a he's a big shot so but I was able to at least you know have my hands on that so nice so did nice. it did, when they won when he won was that I mean you didn't get the Kelly Warren on our staff said his family was gathered around they were cheering like it was a Lions game mm -hmm. uh, did you get that same feeling when um you know if on the Super Bowl it, it felt good mostly because you know I, I placed a bet on them early in the playoffs so oh, you know okay. that well, that helped um, but I was also I was also very happy uh, family friendly win. If, yeah. Oh, sorry yeah family um yeah it was it was for Cole's cash or something like that um and <laughs> and uh you know it felt good to see Stafford win for sure but you know nothing compared to if one day we're able to go down to the city of Detroit and, and celebrate but you know that feels like a a fever dream so we'll see it does, it does. <laughs> um my Steelers after their big upset of uh, the Buccaneers making look Tom Brady look uh, very, speaking of looking old, made him look very old in that game. They uh, travel, I believe, travel to Philadelphia, I believe, this week, um, and that's the national game. And I have a good feeling about this. I think they're going to end that uh, undefeated uh, streak. For, uh, Mike Tomlin. Eagles are still undefeated, know. right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think, uh, I think. Uh, I think you're I, very I, wrong, I, but. <laughs> on, on the topic of Brady being old, he actually came out today. I saw a quote on Twitter today that he said there's no retirement in his future anymore. Um, so I guess family family was is out of the uh, You know, now. another uh, former Detroit athlete who's saying that now is Justin Verlander. And mm. he's, yeah. you know, he plans on pitching for a while longer. And he's going. doing it very well. So, yeah, very well. Well, Jaden, I want to thank you for taking the time for us and especially joining us late this year as we're wrapping up this late Thursday night. We uh, we wish you the best. Uh, you are a great guest. Um, we'll send you that uh, picture for you to get signed and dated. And good yeah. luck. Again, the film is Eight Count. It comes out on Jaden's YouTube channel October 27th. Um, be sure to check it out and uh, have a good, good week. Thank you for joining us, Jaden. Yeah, thank you Thanks, so much Jayden. for having me, guys. It was a lot of fun. Thanks. See you guys.